passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. We're back, final hour of the week. And Spencer Hall joins us. It's been a while since uh, we've had a chance to uh, catch up with Spencer, and uh, so many things have happened. Nick Saban's gone, Harbaugh's gone. Spencer, what's up with you? Uh, we're both still here, Paul. So job security on flex, both of us. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I, I was waiting for you to give me the vote of confidence. I haven't had one anywhere else lately. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. We're not going that far, Paul. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll let you know when uh, I hear that. Uh, but it is great to hear from you. So let's start with Harbaugh. Your thoughts? That that there is an amazing story there, and kind of an insane one that I don't think we we talk about enough. The craziest story in the entire Harbaugh saga is that Michigan waited almost a decade for a national title. And they waited the better part of five or six years to become seriously competitive and then start winning against their chief rival. They took the long way. And I think that's rare in college athletics. And it's either inspiring because someone finally did it and displayed the patience to really lay the foundation and take that long to get where you needed to go, or it's insanity because they waited that long. He went a half decade without really getting where they thought he would get faster. So on the one side, it's amazing that it took, it's amazing that they took that long and got what they wanted. It is also kind of crazy that they did that. Yeah, I mean, I I was a little bit uh, befuddled. I think it was yesterday, I was on with a couple of people on one of the uh, endless ESPN uh, shows and I finally broke in. It was with Stephen A. And I said, I mean, why are, can I, I hate to break up the coronation of the Pope here, but I mean, there was a little bit of baggage with uh, Jim Harbaugh, as we all know. Well, a lot of baggage in this. There was a lot of wandering in the desert, so to speak, for the yeah. program. There was a lot of milling about and a lot of what they would call positively slow building. And that I think what we would call just failure. There was a long time when Jim Harbaugh couldn't finish better than third in his division. There was a long time when he could not find a quarterback that he would consider to be an acceptable starter. There was a long time when he was getting absolutely killed by Ohio State every single year, not twice in a row, not three times in a row, but at one point losing five straight, six straight. That's where we were at when it came to Jim Harbaugh prior to year seven, eight, and nine. And it's wild to say that, but it's also this. I think you have to take the entire context and say Michigan had a lot of foundational, fundamental issues that other programs don't necessarily have. And if those programs on that level want to win, they might have to take extraordinary measures. By the way, also got a fair amount of benefit of the doubt because you really can't get more of a native son than Harbaugh. So let's not discount emotion and the sort of sentimental ties uh, that he had to the program as well and sort of buying in that kind of time. But when we write the story, yeah, it's not a coronation. It should be a proper reflection of someone who took a very, very long time to get where they were going. By the way, um, so did Tom Osborne, and, and you know, so did, uh, so did Bobby Bowden. 
Like when we talk about people winning national titles, I just don't think we're as patient as we used to be, and our standards are a little different. Well, on, the, on that subject, it did not take Nick Saban long. Uh, he won a national championship in three years and won five more, and he was often criticized, even from this perch, when he didn't win every year. We expected it. Yeah, and Kalen DeBoer, if we're going to start talking about him, then we're going to have to expect a different kind of thing. You know, it, it, the easiest way to for older Bama fans, I think, to understand is you have to go, okay, are we, we're, are we looking for a Gene Stallings? Are we looking for somebody who's going to lead the program to uh, a title? Right? That would be considered, at this point, disappointing by comparison. But the problem is that everybody who comes next will be disappointing by comparison. They don't make two Nick Sabans. They made one. And they don't make the era over again. We're not going to get the same kind of factors and the same kind of advantages that Alabama built up because the market's changed, the context has changed, and the way we deal with labor has changed. Um, also, I had this thought, Paul. What did, what did the desk look like day one for Kalen DeBoer? Because you know what a control freak Nick is, and you know how – uh, he tended to overdo things, like have three, four, five, six, seven layers to every single decision. What do you think his desk looked like? He's just looking at it going, how did one guy do all this? And, and that is really going to be the story. And, and I, I'm trying to think, uh, Spencer, when was the last time we really saw anything quite like this? Where uh, I, And I know the, the Krzyzewski example has been used, but th- that, that guy had a whole year to uh, to figure it out. He did. He did. I mean, you've got to go, you have to go global to kind of take in the kind of change that we're talking about here. And it's going to take all of us years, I think, to realize exactly what Alabama's coming off of in terms of established, extended dominance. Y'all had it. It wasn't just that Alabama had it this good for that long. They had it for an extraordinarily long period of time in a sport where rosters can be pretty volatile, staff turnovers really volatile. Nick certainly saw that. And against all odds, managed to replace good staffers time and time again. You have to talk to somebody like, you have to go to like Alex Ferguson at Man United in terms of proper comparison for uh, length of dominance. You have to go to like peer-wise, there's really even very few peers who can compete for Nick Saban's like sheer density of success. You're talking about so many titles in such a short span of time, relatively speaking. Um, what we're seeing is unprecedented. I guess this is my way of telling anyone listening and going, okay, well, what's this going to be like? I don't know because none of us know. You don't really know. Even in Alabama, I don't think it's the same because it was so very clear that Bear Bryant was done when he was done at the end of his career. It was so clear that we were on decline, things were changing, and that he needed to retire. Um, it wasn't quite as clear with Saban, obviously, and there wasn't quite the drop-off. You know, this is a program where 10 wins, 10 wins is a bad season. That's, that's strange territory for anyone. I can give you the first anecdote. Uh, the other, yesterday, uh, one of the top players in the state of Alabama, who had already committed to Alabama <laughs> and then uncommitted or decommitted, recommitted yesterday and there was mass celebration and and pundits were saying well this what a what a big win uh i mean that that's that's a that's an early sign uh, of where where we are spencer uh, after the exodus last week to oh ohio state where another coach is 
trying to get off a, uh, not quite a hot seat, but uh, he's done a pretty good job in the offseason after a miserable job ending the season. I guess you can figure out who I'm talking about. Uh, I think you'd be talking about Mr. Third Base, yes, Ryan Day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, by the way, I love this plot line for Ohio State this season because they've decided, they've had it. That, the biggest day in the history of their NIL program was uh, came, I believe, after the Michigan loss. Uh, I believe they have uh, signed every every single major free agent, every major transfer. They're all going to Ohio State. Don't, don't wonder about where they're going. They're all going to be in Columbus. They've just decided they're not going to lose anymore. So if you want to see which way the pendulum is swinging, uh, you know there's a very nasty challenge coming back Michigan's way this fall. Things things will not stay the same for long. By the way, you lose like five or six games in your career over the span of time at Ohio State, and you get on the hot seat if two or three of those happen to be at Michigan. Great job. It's a, it's a super comfortable job, great living environment, highly endorse anyone taking that gig if they can. Yeah, you know, I, think it was, I think it was losing to Eli Drinkwitz, which really uh, ended, uh, end, ended that uh, period. By the way, I heard from a, a friend of mine in Columbus, a big-time big Ohio State fan today, and he said, we, don't, we, we no longer care about Michigan. They're, they're irrelevant. They're yesterday's news. We're worried about Dan Lanning at Oregon, who's now in our league. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, lies are free, Paul. That's the great thing about lies. They're always on discount, low price with zero. I liked it, though, even though I knew it was, and I decided to share it with you just in case you're, uh, you're, you were hungry for one. Uh, Spencer, great to have you back here. We miss you, and uh, we will hopefully talk to you again very soon. Yeah, my pleasure, Paul. Spencer Hall joining us from somewhere in outer space. We'll take a short break. Back with your phone calls right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted Hims subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. And we are back. Uh, final 45 minutes of the week, and legend is next. 
What's up, my black hat brother? What's up, baby? Legend. Hey, Papa, I say what I need to say. I just like to say R.I.P. the Bear. We love and miss you, dude. You are Alabama football, man. You are the godfather of Alabama football. Anytime I'm on the TV, I got the hounds too on, and sometimes I take it off, Paul, and talk to Bear in heaven. He always responds with a big road tie. We love you, dude. Miss you, man. Hey, Paul, the haters had us counted out a week ago. Talk about we are down and out. It was over. Alabama was never going to get another big child recruit again. It was over. Everybody leaving. It's done well. J.K. celebrating. One dude has gone five and seven. But let me tell you, like the Beatles, let me introduce to you the one, the only, Ryan Hollywood Williams. <laughs> Boom! Right there in your face. Right there in your face. Just when he thought we were done, all the A pulled one out. Wouldn't you agree, Paul, Julio Jones-type signing for Coach DeBoer? Wouldn't you agree with that? It was a big one. It was a big one, baby. And, Paul, let me tell you something. I know you know football, so when I tell you Jalen Melrose, Justin, uh, Justin Hayes, Jam Miller, Hollywood Williams, Bernard from Washington, I don't know what they're talking about, but I'm starting to like this Alabama team myself. Do you agree or disagree? That's a lot of playmakers in the in the, in the shop. Wouldn't you agree with that? I second that motion. All right. Let me see if you agree with this. And give me more than uh, one set of comment on this one. I would say that Coach DeBoer ain't no Coach Saban. But let me say this to you, Paul. I think this is the best coaching staff that we've had around a head coach in four or five years. Will you agree or disagree with that? I would agree with that. I, I've not, you know how I feel about the, the, the last three years. Yeah, I think this staff around Coach DeBoer is far better than any staff we've had for the last three or four years. And, Paul, just imagine what Jalen Melrose can do when he don't have to play shortstop all year. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine what kind of year he would have had last year if he wasn't playing shortstop? Well, you know, I, I, I got a lot of criticism, uh, Legend, because he had a pretty good run down the stretch. But uh, I was never, as we say, a fan of the uh, last OC. No, I wasn't either. I wasn't a big-time reach fan either. I'm glad he's going. Uh, the job that he got proved. That's what I'm saying. This coaching staff is far superior than any coaching staff Coach Saban's had for the last four or five years, in my opinion. Hey, Paul, big big win for Coach Oates and uh, Bobby Knight Jr. down there. That, 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 <laughs> that, that was a big, a big one. one. That was a big one. We took that 11-game winning streak and ripped it up. And Coach Coach told old Coach, uh, what's the name, Coach? Uh, what's the Coach Robert? I just lost his name there. Coach Pearl. Pearl. Uh, we told Bruce Coach Pearl. Pearl to put that on the barbecue. ha. <laughs> Hey, Paul, Auburn hit a three-pointer, and we turned the lights out on them like that Super Bowl. Uh-uh, we ain't going to have none of this right here. Turn the lights out on them, baby. Turn the lights out on them. Paul, let me give you my top four men's basketball teams in the SEC right quick if I could. Of course. Number four would be Auburn. Give them credit. Deepest team in the SEC. They're going to be a threat. Number three, I got Kentucky, Paul. The thing about Kentucky, they got a Final Four offense. 
and around the 32 defense. Paul. I ain't never seen a team defend the pick and roll worse than Kentucky, man. They can't. They all Alabama got to do is pick and roll. The number two team right now in the SEC, I would say Alabama, Paul. When Alabama's at their best, I will tell you something. They got an NBA style offense. They either shoot layups or they shooting threes. That's what they do in the NBA. What's unique about them? They got two left-handed guards and Sears and Estrada. Man, that's that's original right there. But I think the best team that I've seen all year. I think this is Rick Barnes' best yeah, team he's that great. he's had in nine years at Tennessee, Paul. Dalton Kincaid is another Larry Bird, man. That dude is a straight baller, man. He gives Barnes the one thing he ain't had in nine years, and that is a legitimate guy that can fill it up. And their defense, I, I think they might be the best team in the country. If I get out, let me say the squirrel, man, we need to call squirrel the straight jacket whisperer, Paul. Man, he pulled Joe Biden's string. I mean, Jim from Tuscaloosa's string yesterday, and that loon went off the deep end. You know how you can tell a crazy person, Paul? They always live in 15 or 20 years in the past at all times. You used to be great, fine, Bob. You was great back in the day, fine, Bob. You had all them great callers. <laughs> you was great back then, but you ain't nothing now. But I call you every day because I'm addicted, Paul. I'm addicted. Man, when you're crazy, you always 15, 20 years in the past. Man, squirrel pulled that straight jacket, and the boy fell by himself. I was playing it yesterday. Shut up, Lude, and stay in your straight jacket and stay in your place. And let me introduce again, J.K., Ryan, Hollywood, William, skills like rice, ball skills like, like Randy Moss. It's on, baby. Y'all had us counted out. But it was just a standing eight count. The A is back, and we back now. Legend has left the bill. I mean, you, you, you got to love when a jackass comes on here and is talking about how great they are and haven't played a game. They just simply won the press conference. But one thing's for sure, legend loves an athlete that wears a bigger jock strap than he. And, and you know, uh, speaking about Bruce Pearl, legend, he's going to give you a necklace real soon. <clears throat> now, you know, Paul, I, I, I realize that this is some kind of commemorative day for Coach Bryant, but I, I'll say this. I... Out of 85% of your callers that haven't seen anything, I did see Coach Burton on the sidelines in a beat-up, run-down Denny Stadium that had two different colors, artificial turf. He's the only Alabama coach I've ever seen on the sidelines of the University of Alabama. But during that time, I've also uh, went to a lot of games with Shug Jordan before any upper decks, when the, when the stadium was a horseshoe and they just had some uh, regular-looking-like high school bleachers in the end zone. So I've been around for a while, and I've seen a lot of things, but I, I promise you 85% of your callers did not see Bryant and Jordan at their home fields doing their thing in the day. They just talked with a lot of made-up memories and, and trying to point to things that, oh, he, he's just such a wonderful man. He meant so much of my life. You know, Paul, H.A. Kirksey, a man you've never heard of, nobody, maybe a few people down around the Mobile, Monroeville area heard of him, most powerful, important man in my life. Not a football coach, a good football coach who happened to get wins and stuff. As a matter of fact, I can't think of too many coaches that meant that much in my particular life. 
Thomas Nichols, William Nichols. I mean, got some great, wonderful uncles in my family. I mean, just powerful men that taught me to be fair, reasonable, honest, and respectful, and to be damn decent. And you know what? In the midst of all that molding, I turned into one of the smartest jackass callers this show has ever seen. I raised the level to the point that, you know, I just slapped a taste out of the eye, man. I, I may be the most threatened caller you've ever had on this program outside of you. And I'm honk if you threaten the eye, man. Honk if you want to teach him something. Honk if you're going to slap the taste out of his mouth. Honk if you're going to kick his butt. Honk if you're going to do anything that you're not going to do. Because that's just the way it is. Can't be done. It can't be done. Now, that is my press conference. But, you know, Paul, there's a big misnomer about this. Oh, this is the SEC network. This is the SEC show. This is not an SEC show, callers. This is the Paul Feinbaum show. This is Obama propaganda central. And when, you know, everything fell apart in the southwest Texas and out there in the Big 12 because Texas had their own network, these people don't even realize this is the Alabama network and, and everybody else is just kind of included. Wait till Texas gets here and understands that this is an Alabama program, not an SEC program. And it happens to be including with Auburn fans, LSU fans, Mississippi fans, Tennessee fans, Georgia fans, because some of these other schools are kind of falling by the wayside. And they're not carrying their load. <laughs> now, Paul, all this, all this stuff about these callers feuding and being a full moon, I think squirrels own something. But because most of most of your callers that you're getting now, I mean, I understand it's a four hour show and I've seen you in the studio before looking at the phone. You had eight lines and it's like, damn, where do I go? Where do I go? And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen Paul walk into the production booth and hang up on everybody because he needed something to drive him for the for the remaining two and a half hours of the show. This is a difficult job talking to winter liquors all day long, and you're looking down at the list, and, and you think, damn, ain't nothing there, ain't nothing there, ain't nothing there. <laughs> Let me go to him. Let me, oh, oh hang up on him. Uh, Paul, I'm going I'm to say something, and I'm going to hang up and listen to your comments. You never comment, unless it's something that you really want to talk about. But most of these callers just don't get it. They think you're such a wonderful man, and you are the most important person, and you are wonderful because you took their call when nobody else would. And then you got to love it when I was at home talking to my mama and my aunt Virginia and the three grandchildren at the table. And I was giving them my opinion like these damn Abe Lincoln giving a jet, you know, get his work address or something. Just going stupid like his opinion really mattered. Oh, look, they did what I said. They fired that fella. No, that just happened. It just You got lucky. That's it. I mean, when are these callers going to realize they got to step up their game? And if they've got no game at all, please put the phone down. When you get to that last number, don't hit send. Please just stop. Save yourself embarrassment. Save your insecurities for your doctor. Save your speeches for the for the table. You know, when when somebody gives a damn what you think, and they really don't, they're just listening because you're standing there. I mean, just save it for them. Don't come on here with all this stupidity and, and just running and rambling and running. And, and, you know, let's go back to the black hat guy. Like I said, legend, you, you know, you love a press conference. You love a guy that wears a jock strap bigger than yours. And Bruce Pearl has got a necklace for you coming soon. Or they make Paul Feinbaum, you have a great weekend. Jim is next.
You know, he does make you wait. I mean, he, he, he does make you think. He does make you think. Your last caller, he makes you think. Yeah. And he he's right. And he's right. And I was, I was going to bring, you know, I had this call already brought after that flu. You had on, you know, the, the, your, your most raving, raving maniac, foo, legion. He's no legend, ladies and gentlemen. He named himself. He pinned it on his back. Legion. Legend. He's no legend. He's a legion. He's full of, full of demons and devils. Literally, that's what he's full of. And that's a fact. That's a pure fact. And I've got godly insight, whether you like it or not. That's, that's a fact. And I shouldn't be talking that way, but that's a fact. And I'm going to tell you something else, Paul. That raven foo always brings me up. You know why? I know you know why. Because he's jealous of me. He's always been jealous of me. He can't bring it like I can bring it. He never played ball like I played ball. Whether you want to admit it or not, that's what I did until I injured, got injured. I was really the best on the field. Like I've been the best on this show that you've told people I was and am. And I still am. And I ain't lost a step. I ain't lost no fastball because I wasn't a pitcher. I was a great hitter. And I'm still able to do that if I wanted to be. But the point I'm trying to make is that raven, big mouth, blowhard, got nothing but talk, all hot air, just like his buddy Squirrel, all talk, nothing but talk, nothing else. And not that very good at doing that. Not at all very good at just making up bull crap and telling lies. Now that fool, I'm going to tell you something. I love Augie's, Augie stays in the shadows, but Augie's there. Okay, I, I'm telling you, you, talk, you, think, you make fun of Augie being, oh, he's a genius. He is a genius in my opinion, and he's a smart guy, and he's subtle. I like subtle people, real subtle, low-key, but he knows what he's doing, and he's a good caller, and he's a smart guy. And I, Anyway, you can make fun of him about being a paralegal, but I, I'd rather have him as a lawyer than anybody on your show that's ever been on him, including your buddy Joe, whatever his name was. I forget it now. But anyway, I want to say something about the food. The food you call, you know, you, 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 he's the number one. He's your number one leg helper. Don't you agree with me, Spur? I mean, Paul, that's what he said five times in the call while ago. Wouldn't you agree, Paul? He dares you not to agree because you already, you've already propped him up as the big shot, the big guy, and he's nothing but a little wimp. He's a, he, he gets on people for, for anyway, I shouldn't have. I, 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 I started to say something I, I, I better not say because I don't want to bring out something that's that's not right or good, but here's my point. There's a picture that, that Augie posted on his website. I mean, on his Twitter uh, uh, front page. It's been on there for two weeks. It's that fool. Listen, Paul, a fool is when you got a guy that's so crazy, so filled with maniac thoughts and egotism and idol, idol worship, which the Bible talks about is, is as big a sin as you can find, idol worship. And that's what your fool friend legion is about the coaches and all that, pictures and lifting them up, popping them up, talking about them, how great they are, how he worships them, worships them. And here's what the, the picture that's so great that proves, if you see this picture, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Have you seen the picture? No, I have, I have uh, not, Jim. Uh, I have not. Well, let me tell you about it. Okay, well, we, buddy, we're going to have to go pretty legion. quickly here. We are, we are over our, our I, logic I, I, break. I am going to go quick. Your buddy legion has got a, a, a red jacket, a, 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 a three sizes, two small hounds, two pat, holding a football like a girl. You can't even grab it by its hand. Like, you know, you can't grab it, the ball. He holds it like a girl under his elbow. He just looks like a complete fool, Paul. 
And that's what he is. Thank you, Jim. Uh, appreciate it very much. We head to the break a little late, but we will be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. A weekend. How about Tennessee? Many believe they could be a Final Four team, maybe a national championship team. They're at Vanderbilt, and Ole Miss wraps it up in Aggieland. John is up next on a Friday night from St. Louis. So hello, John. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Very well, John. Thank you. Yeah, Paul, uh, real quick here. Uh, you know, I think uh, your show needs to develop some kind of a concept that uh, you need to create a uh, a prisoner box, if you will, that you hmm. put people into when they like don't a, behave. Like a penalty box? Yeah, hang on here a minute. Uh, what, I, what I'm referring to, Paul, is... Hey John, you know, uh, John, are you? Did I interrupt yes, you when we called you, or are you okay? No, I'm fine, Paul. When somebody calls you, they always say, "Is this a bad time?" I always feel like when you're on it, we're we're inconveniencing you. No, Paul, never. You never inconvenience okay, me. Okay, I was just walking down the hallway here. Okay, well, you well, take your time. And Listen, by, we by have, the way, we'll by the way, I'm, I'm work. I'm working tonight. I'm, I'll tell you sometime where I work part-time, but I'm not going to tell you now because I walked down the hall. I had to okay. hide from the bosses. Will you, the answer bosses. Me, will, will you answer one question? Are, are you are you or are you not in the CIA? No, but I work in a... a I work in an institution that is law, law enforcement related. Okay, okay. but just... Okay. I had a feeling you were you were in one of those. Yes, I like to hide stuff, Paul. Okay. Anyway, let me. So you're not, you're not you're here. not you're not an agent for Shinbet. Oh, absolutely not, okay, Paul. Okay. Never. I, I feel better. Anyway, yeah. Okay, Ooh. Paul. Real quick here. I know you're busy. We're trying to close the show out here. We have about what about eighteen twenty minutes. Anyway, Paul. Related back to the discussion late yesterday with uh, Mister You Know Who. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I didn't appreciate very much. I didn't either. But I'm, I'm going to let that go. But what I want to talk to him, what we need to talk to him about is, 
I think that young man needs to watch the movie Cool Hand Luke. And in Cool Hand Luke, Cool Hand Luke's prison camp was run by a a man that they referred to as the captain, and that was Struther Martin. Remember Struther Martin? Okay. Yeah, sure. And Struther Martin, they called the captain. And Paul Newman was in that movie. Great movie. Anyway, you've probably seen it a dozen times. The cut to the chaser. Whenever the inmates in the prison camp would not get along with the bosses, they called them bosses, then they would put them in this box out in the prison camp and teach them a lesson because they weren't getting along. And I think that's what that's what needs to happen with Mr. AJ. Somebody needs to put Mr. AJ in a box so that he starts understanding just the basics of how to talk to people and listen to people and interpret what people are saying instead of this this idiotic juvenile name calling Mr. AJ and making fun of people. Uh, making fun of the way they talk. And all I can say to you, Paul, is that I think Mr. A.J., of all your callers... Yeah, uh, by the way, do you, think, want to, uh, do you want to say it to him? He's, he's waiting online. Oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be glad to talk okay. to Mr. A.J. here for a couple of minutes because I'm we, not uh, very happy we, about the way AJ he on talks. Here? Okay, there you go. Good evening, Mr. John. How are we doing? I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to be nice and throw such a punch and just, you know, knock you down. I was just, to be honest with you, I was calling today. I was going to apologize for, uh, I was going to apologize okay. for AJ, saying that I would okay. slap you. AJ, let me tell you something. Because I am sorry. Let me tell you something, man. Zach, AJ, let me tell you, I'm yes, a sir. very yes, cordial individual. I'm going to let you talk. You go ahead and talk, and then I'm going to talk, and we're going to get along here, okay? We're going to. Well, let's we're just get along. Go ahead and it out, and let's just get this thing on the show, on the road. I mean, we're running out of time yes, here, sir. John. I was calling, and I was going to apologize because, you know, just like Legend and I-Man and, and Jim and everybody, we're caller yes. generators. Y'all are callers. Yes, we are. We're caller generators. And so we... Yep. You're, by the way, you're caller influencers. Call. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Correct. See, my my moderator right. out there, he's helping me out, my right. attorney in disguise. But I generated a call today from Zakoff yep. that called in Ooh. to support you and tell me that I was such a whatever um, no, that's because okay. of what I said. And it was no, just simply me and you were going at it. We right, by the way, I just, to speed things up, are you guys cool or not? We're cool, but hey, Paul, let me tell you this. AJ, I appreciate your calls. I I, I really do uh, have a high respect for Auburn. Ooh. So uh, anyway, you know, we can maybe continue this call. Call. I know you're well, running out of time, you, John, Paul. I'm going to just go ahead and turn back to the wise guy. I don't appreciate Missouri. I don't appreciate you calling in here telling G- uh Paul, what he needs to do with his show. If you want the show to be doing this and doing that, you just get your own damn show. Okay, John? Here's the deal, young man. Spell the coffee, Paul. Oh, John, I've had enough of it. You need to smoke, wake up and smell some decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> John, well, do you I have a response to that, that I... before we, I hang up on both of you? 
You want to put uh, me in a box, anyway. John? You want to put me in a box? Why, how, what kind of communist are you, John? I thought you was an American. You're a cop. Well, put me in a box, John? I'm gonna, I mean, come I'm gonna on, put you in the AJ, I'm going to put you in the box. Also, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Good night and good luck. Oh, oh, oh. Smell the coffee. Oh, my goodness. on the bourbon. He got, he got, he got, he got over and outed there. Uh, let's take a break and maybe uh, I'll sponge off a little bit and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We've got a lot happening tonight. Georgia and Kentucky, and how about LSU and Missouri, two top ten teams. J.K. is up next. What's up, Big Paul Feinbaum? What's going on? J.K., great to hear from you. Hey, man. I heard Jim, uh, he elevated somebody as the best caller. He did that to me one time, and then two days later, I was the worst of the bunch. So we take no credence in what, what he's saying. You, what did you think of uh, what uh, Legend said about this, this Alabama staff? Hey, Legend don't know whether to be excited, be confused, or denial. He's in three different states right now, and none of them have a zip code. Hey, Paul, when Nick Saban left town, he needed a ride to the airport, and Legend was crying so bad, and he was so sick, he couldn't even go pick him up and take him to the airport. Now he's all excited about one recruit. How did that work out for him when they had Williamson and Mechie and all those guys? One recruit is not going to help. Well, I was reading something. Alabama, their, their number one recruit from last year, I don't even think he played this year. Hey, Paul, Alabama, let, let, let me say this loud and clear and, and for the people in the back. Alabama is in more trouble than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> that's a, I that's, told you, Paul, that dynasty, in the, that dynasty and run is over, man. They can, they can believe it or not, but it's over. I told you, Paul, I tried to warn you. That house had something to do with it, and that transfer portal definitely had something to do with it. Nick couldn't compete, so he ran. And now it's over with. It's back to the Shula days, baby. Eight, nine wins top. One day you're going to, hey, you're going to give me that NIL deal that I deserve on this show. One of these days, but, you know, I ain't going to hold my breath. But, Paul, you have a good weekend, my buddy. And Detroit Lions all the way. Thank you, bud. Always, always good. Uh, Stacy up next. Hey, you should have put me on with him. But, Paul, you know what? Your show had three fools. The first fool was John. The second fool was AJ. And the third fool was uh, JK. But anyway, John, that was the weakest, the weakest phone feud I ever heard in my life. The next time you talk to AJ and you want to shut him up, the only thing you got to say is fourth and 31, and he will crawl in the fetal position. That's all you got to do. Fourth and 31, and he won't say a thing. Now, let me say something. Go ahead, Paul. You just stop him, Paul. You stop him. All you got to say is grave digger. Well, grave digger, it don't matter. He know what it is. He know what it is. He, he gets scared. He crumbles. He he, he crumble when, when when he hear 4th and 31. But let me get to J.K. real quick. 
Stop worrying about the Alabama staff. If legend is crying because the goat left town, we got something to cry about. What are you crying about, J.K.? What are you crying about? You need to be crying about how y'all ain't doing and how y'all losing these football games. Ain't nobody mentioning your coach. Why ain't nobody mentioning your coach or the Miami Hurricane? Because you're irrelevant. Stop calling the show, J.K. You make a fool out of yourself every single time you call this show. Just just take your phone and throw it as far as you can. Don't even look for it no more. Okay? Do that, J.K. But back to the two fools, John and A.J. That's just a fool versus a fool, Paul. That's all they are. They fools. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. 